Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to Books on Air. I'm your host, Suzanne Harris. And it's Books on Air is a series where we do a deep dive into the passion of the author. We talk about why they wrote the book. We ask them about their writing process. How do you do this? And then we also find out what they want their readers to take away from their book. We really give you a peek behind the curtain, if you will. Joining me today is someone that I cannot wait to introduce you to. Her name is Diane Cooper, and she's here to talk about her wonderful children's Christmas book, and it's called The Christmas Light. Diane, welcome to Books on Air. It's such a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate it. You know, you are extraordinary. You write children's books, and I'm really curious What drew you to children's literature? Because you've written several different books. And to me, the children's book authors are some of the most special authors that I get to talk to. Not only do you have to have an idea for a book, but you also have to write it in a way that a child will read and understand. How did this happen? Oh, um, okay. So my um, dream was always to write children's books. Um, I always wanted to um, relate to children um, how I felt about Jesus and how I could write a story. Not only would it be intriguing in the characters, but also where they would get into the story and be a part of it. And the Christmas light is, I just love it. Bright, so cute. Uh, I, it just came to me um, one day out of the blue. I wrote it um, six years ago now, but um, I I had, you know, I was going through some uh, changes in my life. And then finally, um, one day I just went upstairs. I have an art room upstairs and, um, I, I, I picked up my paints and everything and I just started painting the illustrations. And there you go. There's the Christmas light. And also, you know, when I wrote the Christmas light, um, I wanted, um, I wanted our children and future generations to remember, you know, why we celebrate Christmas. I think in the 2000s and probably, you know, prior to that, several decades now, Christmas has been so commercialized yeah. and we have lost the reason why we celebrate Christmas, which is Jesus's birthday. And so the book, I don't know how I wrote it. Um, I feel like God gave me the book right. and helped me paint the illustrations. And, you know, I did have it with a, uh, a publisher prior to um, LifeRich Publishing. And um, it kind of set 
stagnant for probably a year. And someone reached out to me and sent me to the right people. And that I've had a wonderful relationship with them. Yes. Wonderful. You know, what you just said, every fiction writer that is really a fiction writer says exactly what you just said. They don't know where the books come from. They just come to them. And I think that's, you've gotten the gift of that creative brain, those ideas just coming to you. And obviously our viewers can see the art in the background. You've got some fab, you're just wonderful. Art, your art so artistic. So it's not a surprise that you're such an excellent writer. Why don't oh. we give them a little bit of an overview of the plot of what the Christmas light's about? Tell them who Bride is and who the other characters are. All right. The background. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I wrote the, what I wrote the book. <laughs> okay. So when I wrote the book, don't laugh because when I wrote the book, Bright is basically me. Um, it was um, the first Christmas after um, a divorce. I was married 31 years. And so, um, you know, it was my own, my first Christmas, nobody with me. Um, I felt alone. I felt abandoned. Um, and I just felt, I can't explain it. I, I felt forgotten, if that makes any sense. Yes. And, and so that story came to me, as I said before, um, I don't, know how it came to me but one day I was sitting in my great room and I started writing the Christmas light and um there's more there's more underlying um thoughts for people when they read it for instance um you know bright was forgotten but we're never we're never forgotten um that's when the Lord came to me and um I guess you could say filled me with uh, love and um, told me in my spirit, you're not alone. You're not forgotten. I'm here with you and everything's going to be okay. And so that's how that, how the story developed. And then if you read on, it talks about how um, the, you know, when we get older, we tend to forget um, the elderly and um, how much they can still give and shine in everyday life. And so as you read the book towards the end, you'll get that um, part of the story, hopefully instilled in your heart to not forget our older generation at Christmas time, you know, because a lot of times it breaks my heart. Uh, we have nursing homes, we have senior living homes, and, you know, it just breaks my heart because they're all alone. A lot of times their families are with their families. So I just 
I don't know. I just hope, I hope the Christmas light touches people's hearts all over the world. And, you know, I really, really pray that, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I want it to be on our TV. I want us, I want someone to make a little 30 minute show when they play Frosty and they play the Grinch and they play Elf and all the other little uh, Rudolph, all those things that aren't really related to Jesus and Christmas. Right. You know, I just, I, that's my prayer. One day, maybe God will answer it. You know, one of the things that always strikes me about children's books is that they're for children, but they always involve other people. You've got parents who will sit down with a child and they'll mm -hmm. read the book. You may have grandparents who sit down with a child and mm -hmm. read the book. You may have a brother or a sister and you create those wonderful, soft, focused memories of what mm -hmm. Christmas is meant to be because you're sharing that experience. And I think that's one of the things that the Christmas light really does so well because you've got such clever, cute characters in the book. What age group did you have in mind, Diane, when you wrote the book? Oh, I was hoping, you know, um, you know, I, it surprises me how smart children are. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, I was like five to eight, but even three-year-olds. Um, and, you know, if the story's read to them, they get it. Uh, just children are so intelligent. I think we underestimate um, their intelligence to listen, absorb, and, you know, for how many years? I mean, I grew up um, with the night before Christmas. And, right. you know, a lot of grandparents, I mean, that's that that to me would be such a blessing for the Christmas light to be read as well along with the night before Christmas or maybe replace it where um, the new tradition would be where the children remember it's it's about Jesus's birthday. It's about love and um, remembering uh, the salvation through the birth of Jesus, um, the light of the world. Um, you know, at the end of my story, I, I have happy birthday, Jesus, the song. And um, um, of course, it's cursive. And I was told by a little first grader that they don't learn cursive anymore. I know. So, I'm so horrified by that, too. Rest of my books are, um, I make sure that it's all, you know, print so they can um, sing the song. But um, I'm sure if grandma, grandpa, or mom and dad, or whoever, aunt or uncle sings the song that the kids can get it or at least read the song later. But um, that was a, a funny little lesson I learned because honestly, I don't have grandchildren. <laughs> I mean, my friends all have grandchildren, but I had no clue they're not learning cursive handwriting in school. I was a former English teacher, and so I was horrified <laughs> when I heard that. <laughs> I can't imagine. You know, they print their names now. When they sign stuff, they print. 
Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm so old school, girl. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's let our listeners know where they can find the book. Now, it is on Amazon, and let me do a little spelling and let me make sure that they have the title correctly. It's it's a simple title. It's called The Christmas Light by mm-hmm. Diane, and it's spelled D-I-A-N, Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R. Go to Amazon, put that in the search feature, and it'll pop right up, and you'll see Diane's lovely, lovely artwork that's right there on the front. How did that front cover come to you, Diane? I thought that was just a perfect cover. Oh, thank you. Um, Well, you know, if you read the book, um, Bright is forgotten forever uh, for many, 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 many years, and so that is... The joy, you see all the little lights with their hands held up. That's the the love in retrospect of Jesus. That's the light of Christmas. And kind of came to me because, you know, when he was born in the manger, the star above the of Bethlehem and all of that, I just that's how I incorporated the cover. And oh, and they're also happy if you see they love Jesus. That's perfect. That's a great <laughs> idea. Now, have you got a website? Are you on social media at all? If our if our listeners want to find you or find yes. out more about your other books, because how many other books have you written? How many other children? Um, I have four four other books before the Christmas light, or in in the including in my books. Um, and, um, I have found them at Target, Walmart, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble. Um, so they can be found, you know, just Google it. Um, and you can find it probably, I mean, the prices range, uh, hardcovers, the most beautiful. Um, and my social media is, uh, uh, children's books uh, by author Diane Cooper. That's my Facebook. And then my website is dianecooper.net. And, and is that all? That's D I A N C O O P E R, no spaces, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so they, if they go on my website, they just touch the books and then it takes them to where they can buy the book. Excellent. Yes. If you could sit down with the people who are hearing us right now and look them eyeball to eyeball. They've picked up a copy of the book. They've read it with their with their child or their grandchild or whoever it is. What do you want them to take away? When they finish, close that book, the back, the back cover for the very last time, what do you want their main message to be that the person who reads it and the child who hears it? takes away the main message is you're never forgotten by jesus jesus loves you he came to the earth to save us from our sins to give us eternal life in heaven with him to be with him um and that it's a reminder of his love and to remind whoever reads it that we celebrate Christmas 
because of Jesus's love and that they are, no, not one person is never forgotten by the Lord. You might have a day where you think, um, I'm all alone, but all you have to do is bow your head and say, Lord, I feel alone. And I am perfect example of the peace that if you reach out to the Lord, he's there all the time. It's, it's our responsibility to have a relationship with Jesus. And, and when you nurture that relationship, so many blessings come into your life that you will, you just don't expect as long as we are loving and kind to others and the love of Jesus is in us and we can shine for other people. That's the message I want to give. Guys, you are wonderful. You are so creative. You've done such wonderful work. I know you have a game reserve and if people go to your website, they'll be able to see that. And that influences obviously what you've written and the kinds of things that you have done with your art. It's just been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for writing the Christmas light and thank you for talking to me about it and sharing it with our listeners. You are so welcome and you are just a doll and it's a blessing to meet you. And I'm coming to Dallas and we're going to have lunch. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Diane. Thank you for being with us today. I'm Suzanne Harris and you can hear our podcast on Spotify iHeartRadio, Apple, or on the WebTalk Radio platform. Now remember, keep reading, keep writing, and keep telling your stories. Thank you so much for being with us today.